This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Hello, welcome to Character Chaos, a podcast where we explore fiction one character at a time. I'm Rhiannon, I'm joined by my co-host Margaret. Hello! Hello, how are you? weird. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I feel a little weird. Let, let's be weird together. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing today, Rihanna? Um, in the spirit of weirdness, we are talking about... Um, what is that even? We're talking about the most mainstream, like, vanilla show in the world. <laughs> Phil's a weird guy. He is a weird guy. He is, he is, he is a weird man. Weird little man. We are talking about Modern Family's Phil Dunphy. Yeah, wait, are we, are we just doing Phil? Oh, you said we were doing Phil, and then talking about other people around him, but Phil. Okay. <laughs> Is that what we're not doing? I mean, I mean, I just was like, do you want to talk about Phil and Claire, or, or just just Phil? You look. Why are you Why are you so upset with me? Because <laughs> I asked yesterday. Wasn't I? <laughs> I don't know. I was just checking. Yeah, we're, we're doing Phil, right? You don't want spontaneity today. Not really. No. Okay, <laughs> doing Phil on his own. Oh, I presume we'll talk about everyone else. You know, in relation to Phil, right? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Because everyone pops up. I don't know if this feels inviting. <laughs> I don't think any of our episodes have ever felt inviting. <laughs> don't tell me that now! <laughs> on episode 30-something. We need new hosts. <laughs> I think Phil would be a great host. Do you know what? I think that Phil has a podcast. What's his podcast? That was a magic podcast, right? Magic or trampolining podcast? No, cheerleading Sorry. podcast. Sorry, I was just looking up if, if Phil had a middle name. It's Humphrey, right? It's Isn't fucking it? Humphrey. It's Phil Humphrey Dumphy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot whatever they mentioned. I I can't remember when they mentioned it either, but I can so clearly hear Ty Burrell in my head just going Philip Humphrey Dumphy. Philip <laughs> Humphrey Dumphy. That's so fucking funny. It's the same energy. This is the same writer that wrote Cameron and Pamron. Cameron and Pamron. Do you know what? I was dying at the episode where we meet um Mitch and Cam's friends, Anders and Cooper. <laughs> fuck, I love, I love this genre of shows with the funniest fucking names. I think it's the funniest thing ever when you just this give characters and the Glee. dumbest names. I was telling mom the other day about Mercedes' friends on Glee. Who <laughs> <laughs> also have car names? <laughs> so deeply unserious. Yeah, Rihanna and I have been rewatching Modern Family recently. I've been showing it yes. to my mum, which will be relevant later. Mm-hmm. Somehow. But yes, I, I've been showing it to my mum. I'm nearly at the end. I'm like episodes away. Oh, uh, do you know what? Can I check what I'm on? Because I don't actually remember what I'm on. I've, just, I've been I've been it. watching it nonstop though. To be fair. Do you still have Now TV? No. Ah, uh, the last seasons on Now TV. Why did I say no? Yeah, I do have Now TV. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I took you on a, well, a journey there. <laughs> Wait, let me change that. Ran on. Guess what? The last season is on Now TV. <laughs> That's incredible because I have Now TV. Amazing. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm halfway through season eight. Fucking hell. Do you know what? I probably be- I think I've watched most of season eight in my sleep, and I'll probably go back a bit. Oh, uh, no, it's it's like low-key got some of my favourite episodes. Do you know what? On, what's, what's your favourite episode of Modern Family? 
How are you supposed to have a favourite episode? They're all so similar, but also all great. Mm -hmm. What was one? Hold on, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. I did write down an episode because it was absolutely killing me. I think, I think it might have been season eight, episode 16. Okay. I looked it up because I was like, what's the name of this episode? Yeah, basketball. I don't know what it was. The jokes were flying and I was fucking dying. Okay. I think, you know, without, without thinking, I think that's my favorite episode. What is your favorite episode? Probably the last episode of season seven, the, the part two of the wedding. Oh, that that genuinely yes. might be the funniest episode I have ever seen in my life. Pepper was absolutely oh my killing God. me. Pepper is a gift. <laughs> in that fucking episode when they go to the second wedding location, and like Ronaldo comes running up to Pepper and is just like, "Okay, I can't dim the lights," and Pepper's like, "Okay, you've got to break some," and he just points at Mitch and Cam and just goes, "These aren't young men." <laughs> Honestly, Ronaldo <laughs> might be my favourite. Ronaldo that, and Peppa, I love them. That actor is giving. The delivery. The delivery is expert and consistent. I love oh, him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. No, that's the thing about this show. As I remember thinking it was fun, however many years ago when I watched it when it had like five seasons. Going mm. back, this, this show is consistently amazing. Yeah, yeah. I see, because I, now I know that Megan Gantz, I think, who is a writer for Always Sunny, previously uh-huh. worked on the show. You see her name flash up? She was like a producer for a while. I, I get it. She's so talented and it makes sense yeah. why this show is so good. Yeah. It's so funny and it's so well paced and the structure is great. Yeah. And a couple of problematic episodes here and there, but otherwise it's just good. Oh yeah, so we've had a lot of shit that doesn't age well. Yeah, but, but they do fix yeah. over time and do less of. Yeah, they but do. But it takes them a minute. To do some things, which which we'll probably talk about. Yeah, probably. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I, this show held up a lot better than I thought it would. I just started watching it because I needed a new sitcom to watch when I go to sleep and you said oh, you yeah. were watching it. I think I got to like season eight when I was watching it back in the day. So to be fair, I don't really, I've never actually seen Ooh. the last se- couple of seasons. I don't there actually know. This, this is the first time I've ever like come to this podcast where I haven't actually watched the whole show? Oh my god, you're such a bad <laughs> researcher for this podcast. You're not doing your I job. Know. I know. But to be fair, I'm you've, here you've anyway. mostly got it. Phil doesn't go through like a villain arc in season nine, <laughs> although maybe he should have. <laughs> Phil's villain arc, yeah. Yeah. He but... conti- he continues to be great. Yeah, I do I do think that he is like the majority of people's favourite from this show. Yeah, I'd say so. Every Father's Day, the timeline is just Phil edits because everyone is like, we can all, you know, we no one talks about Modern Family except when it's Father's Day. Yeah. And we all once again collect and unite over Phil being the best dad. Yeah. In cinema. Yes. It was recently Father's Day. Just kind of why we're doing this late because. (laughs) Should we we address that we haven't uploaded in like a month? Oh, yeah. um, (laughs) Hello. It's been a while. Uh, the thing is, I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I Because it wasn't I just, even, like, a, loads of stuff was... Ha- I don't know. No, I, no one died. We just... We just didn't. I just kept texting you, like, oh, oh next week. And then and then we I was a, busy, and then... Yeah, we had a date in mind, and then I was ill. Oh, you were ill. And we just We've we just, just been busy. You've been working? 
I've I'm, been I'm working. trying to get my life going. It's it's difficult. It's, it's hard, man. <laughs> we might be more open to talking about it when things turn out if they do. But I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to put that into the universe. Both our lives are kind of together. Vaguely together. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I would like to put out into the world while we're doing it. Manifesting Taylor Swift tickets for us mm. next week. Manifesting. Yes. Everyone, if you're listening and trying to get tickets for Liverpool, I'm I'm sorry to say it's not happening. <laughs> just just want to put a public <laughs> announcement. If you were going to Liverpool, get the London ones instead. Yes. Liverpool is full of pirates. <laughs> you don't want to come. Yeah. All the hotels are part of a, a pirate scheme. They will rob you and steal your babies. Do not come to Liverpool. I'm sorry if you were thinking of getting Taylor tickets for Liverpool. It's mm-hmm. closed at the moment. Earth is closed today. <laughs> Liverpool is closed today. <laughs> there will be big signs on the roads. Don't, don't attempt. Just get London ones to be safe. Thank you very much. To avoid Thank the pirates. It's, it's for you. Wow. It's in your best interest. Thank you for that definitely true um, little announcement there, Margaret. You're welcome. You. Me walking away from the explosion when I spread misinformation. <laughs> Anyway, manifesting. Yes. Manifesting. Manifesting. Manifesting Done. everything. Manifesting money, health, wellness, Phil Dumphy. <laughs> I, I just realised, should I introduce Phil? Yes! Because we haven't really introduced Phil. Um, Let's do it! Okay, um, just chime in, because I'm doing this on the spot. Um, Phil... He's a character in Modern Family. He, his little family is him, his wife Claire, three kids: Haley, Alex, and Luke. Um, he is a realtor. As Americans say, we say real estate agent, but he's a realtor. Yeah, what is where'd that come from? Realtor? I I don't know. It's America. Yeah, but he's a real estate agent. Fancy salesman. Yes, he's he's a he's a great salesman. He's, he sells houses. He sometimes used owns to a cheerlead magic shop in college. Yeah, he has a magic shop. Oh yeah, professional cheerleader. Um, scared of clowns. Deeply afraid of clowns. <laughs> Anything else about this man? It's um, a sitcom, so there isn't really much law, you know. Yeah, he's like at the beginning of the show, he's like forty. End of the show, maybe like fifty. Yeah. I'd yeah, so. he, he's like a cool, fun oh, dad, laid-back guy. He's played by Ty Burrell. <laughs> we didn't say that. He's great. Ty Burrell. Yeah. Lovely. I love whenever it's Father's Day and um, all of the actors who played kids on Modern Family will post him. Yeah. As their dad. Very cute. Very Wasn't that cute. um, uh, Sarah Hyland's recent Father's Day post of her and her husband yeah. and their dad and Ty Burrell? I love it. And I'm fucking adorable. Yeah. Child acting is a nightmare, but that's very sweet. Yes. <laughs> he genuinely seems lovely. And yeah, Phil is like a cool, laid back, like the friendly, nice dad. He's not the strict dad. Yeah, he's, Claire he's takes the good on that cop, role. And Claire's the bad cop. Yeah. He is too laid back sometimes. Oh, yeah. He he's is silly. He gets very excited about things very quickly and doesn't think them through. Very relatable. <laughs> He's yeah. He he likes adventure. He's yeah. he's he's pretty stupid, but mm-hmm. in a cute way. 
Yeah, he's kind of yeah. He kind of wants. To, he always wants to be like the fun, cool dad. Or I'm not your dad. I'm your I'm your bestie. That kind yeah, of which vibe. is very sweet and a little toxic. Yeah, but, but it's fun to watch in a fictional show. It is. Yeah, it's Phil. <laughs> Phil Humphrey Dumphy. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dude. He's just a just an American man, yes. who you would expect. And he's is he our favorite? Is he our official favorite? Is is, is he? Would you would you say he's your favorite character? Maybe no. My favorite's Gloria. Yeah, that's a good. My shout. my favorite's Gloria. Yeah. I stand by all of Gloria's wrongs, all of her rights. <laughs> I recently wrongs. I recently watched an episode where Gloria tried to baptize Haley's babies behind her back and didn't <laughs> tell her. And I was like, you know what? You go. She wants these babies just to go to heaven, and I can't blame her. <laughs> Gloria's all, all of a sudden a staunch oh, Christian. And I support this. Oh, uh, spoilers for Modern Family. But yeah. come on, come on! What? Do you really care about spoilers for Modern Family in that way? Are I you don't talking know. to me or the audience? The the, the royal you, <laughs> the general you. Do people really care? It's Modern Family. Come on. There are there are no spoilers for Modern there Family. No I'm spoilers. Sorry. Come on. Come on. <laughs> um. All right. Let's... let's talk about our favorite things. Okay. Oh, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say let's. Do what we normally do when we're floating a bit and just find someone to attach him to and then kind of go from there. Oh, okay. I was going to say, one of the most iconic parts of the show is uh, Clive and Juliana. <laughs> so let's talk Clive about and him, and, him and Claire. <laughs> His wife! Would you like to explain um, Clive and Juliana? Yes. Uh, Phil and Claire are... Uh, pretty have pretty regular mundane lives of two white people with kids in America, in California. And on Valentine's Day, they decide to spice up their lives by going to a bar <laughs> and assuming uh, other people's, <laughs> uh, assuming p- alternate personas of, oh, what are, what's Clive? Do they have accents? Do they have jobs? Is he just a mysterious man? Is I he rich? I swear he has a job. I can't remember what it is, though. A weird job. And he basically Clive goes Bixby, and... right? Clive Bixby. <laughs> and he picks Juliana up at the bar. And things go terribly wrong. And they, and... they attempt this multiple times throughout <laughs> Luckily, the course of the show. They don't overdo it. They don't do it every season. No. I think too many things go wrong and they kind of stop doing it. But they, they have fun with it. Especially because the first time they do it, um, Claire loses her underwear in the lobby and they try and... It's just wearing, like, a coat. Yeah, well... Loses d- everything d- she's wearing. Again, and- Juliana um, is the kind of person who takes her clothes off and puts her coat over her and she is wearing nothing underneath it. Yes. But um, Claire is the kind of person who gets the coat stuck in the escalator. <laughs> Claire's the kind of person who fucks this up. Claire's also the kind of person who is coincidentally surrounded by her dad, his wife. Is it the school? Are people from the school? Yeah, like, like the principal, the principal or something? And like and a parents like of uh, their kids and like that. Like. And she's stuck in the lift and they keep walking past her and talking to her and she's like, yeah, I'm stuck. And they're like, why don't you take your coat off? And she's like, I'd rather not. I'm cold. <laughs> Until Gloria saves her and does like a, a switch with her. Yeah. Discreetly. Women supporting women. But um, I think the second time um, Phil ends up, picks up the wrong key card that she puts oh. on the table and ends up in a, a hotel room nude in the wrong hotel room and basically, like, harasses a woman by accident. By complete accident. 
and they don't arrest him somehow, but they get kicked out the hotel. It's really funny. Yeah. What yeah. a great marriage. I guess, like, for their marriage, like, we always kind of talk about how they are kind of perfect for each other because they can do this, like, fun, silly stuff, and it doesn't always go right, but they just kind of dust themselves off and, like, move on, and... Yeah. They're good for each other. Like, yeah. he makes Claire relax. And yeah. makes her... Oh, oh, God, sorry, it's my fucking phone. He makes Claire relax, he helps her have fun, and she stops him from riding a Segway off a cliff. Because <laughs> he could not be trusted to his own devices. <laughs> Yeah, she's the one who tells him to send the alpaca back. Both <laughs> times he bought the alpaca. <laughs> yeah, I just... And they're both not the smartest. Like, they have this thing where they their daughter Alex is incredibly intelligent. Mm-hmm. And they're just not the, the smartest people themselves. But they're able to, like, unite against their kids sometimes <laughs> when they feel inferior, which they often do. Like, yeah. they're not mean-spirited people. Yeah. They're quite sweet, really. And can I, can, I, can I drop a quote? Go on. When Alex is kind of proving how she doesn't really want her parents around when she's at school because, you know, they make her seem a little dumb. And they're like, oh, that, that's not true. And so she goes, what's the difference between a gamete and a zygote? And they're standing there and Phil just leans in and goes, don't fall for it, Claire. She's just making up words. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just... That, that's so fun. They can laugh at themselves. Yeah, yeah. But they will always unite together. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Isn't there an episode where they run into... Um, so Alex's ex-boyfriend Sanjay's parents at the cinema and they're going to see a fancy <gasps> French film yeah. and Phil and Claire are going to watch, like, Croctopus 3 or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Claire makes them go and sit in the French movie. And they get so bored, and Claire starts like falling asleep, and feels like I'm not doing this, and she just gets up and leaves, and goes to watch Croctopus. <laughs> and we see Claire like falling asleep in the cinema yeah. while Phil having the fucking time of his life with his 3D glasses, like, oh my god, and he ate the person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think you know they're just honest with each other. Yeah, yeah, they both definitely. Wanna go? They both secretly want to go watch Croctopus. Yeah. Well, that, that's like that's like the main thing that they always have in common. They do have this like fun element to, and they find yeah. stuff like that in common. Just dumb like fun things to do. Yeah, it's just like this is a regular marriage. Yeah, this is regular yeah. people. But it's nice mm. seeing the little moments that they have together. Yeah, they kind of like each other a lot. Like they just, I don't know, they seem just quite enamored with each other. Yeah, they never feel like they'd ever fall out of love. Their relationship no. works. They just yeah, they're just set. They're just happy. And they like pranking each other. Like she she loves Halloween and everything scary and Phil is such a scaredy cat and she loves like teasing him and making yeah. fun of him. And he's okay taking it. And then one day there's an episode where he gets her on Halloween. Yeah. And yeah. it's so cool. I think it's like in season ten or something, and it's really great. And he fully, like, spends a year planning on how to scare her on Halloween. <laughs> and she gets scared, but she's also like, that was awesome. And, like, she can take it. And they yeah. just have fun together. Yeah, They have a, a lively sex life. <laughs> they do. That clip of them walking in on their parents having sex is legendary. Uh, it's it's <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, that whole episode. Have you ever walked in on your parents having sex, Rhiannon? No, I have not. I hope it stays that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, you have the risk. 
my parents are together. <laughs> my parents got divorced a long time ago. I never had that problem. A lot more of a shock for you. <laughs> the, the risk is like low, but never zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which shock you though? That's what you said. <laughs> Thank God your parents don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's getting cut. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. I'm the one who edits this. Oh my God. But yeah. Um, What else can we say about Phil and Claire? Oh, one interesting thing about Phil and Claire is how they got together in that Claire kind of had a doofy boyfriend when she was like 20 and then got pregnant. And got kind of stuck with Phil. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's also kind of the whole thing of Claire kind of dated Phil just to piss off her dad. Yeah. Because Phil is the exact kind of person that Jay <laughs> absolutely hates. And that's what we can talk about Phil and Jay a bit later on. Because that's a whole other can of worms. I swear they like try and like hide the fact. But like, yeah, they got married because they were pregnant with Haley. Yeah. 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 And in a in a way, Claire has that kind of resentment in her. Yeah, that her she became a stay at home mom after that, and she became also Rihanna. Can we can we talk about how how the fuck how the fuck do they have that house? Did Jay just buy it for them because he's well, a realtor? There's a, there's a whole episode where they they tell us that Jay paid the down payments on Mitch and Claire's houses. Remember? Oh yeah. So she did pay for it. Yeah. That makes sense because Cam's a clown. <laughs> how the hell do they have that Cam's house? Cam's a clown or a teacher. <laughs> Or coach. But yeah, Claire just yeah. became a stay-at-home mum in this fancy house you know with her three kids. I, I do buy that Phil would make money at his job. Because he's yeah. like... Because he, it's, it's his like little business, isn't it, basically? like He doesn't work for a letting agent. It's, it's Phil Dumpty selling this house. I think it works differently in America. Yeah, we I, have I more like, companies works. here. Yeah, I've just been... In a very long process of trying to get flat. Oh. This is so I am an <laughs> You're expert really now. Familiar. Oh, no. <laughs> so I am familiar. Me and Phil get it. Yeah, you're on your way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to be fair, I do buy that he would have money though. Not like loads, but I think he has money. And like he goes to all these awards and he wins. These. I think he's he like does. in the yeah, Los probably. Angeles. Are they in Los Angeles, Pasadena. Where are they in? It's somewhere in California. California. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if if Phil was your realtor, would you panic? Would you be like, oh, this is fun. I'm in terrible hands. Oh, God. <laughs> if you go and see a house and Luke is, like, falling down the stairs, <laughs> would you be like, I need a new realtor? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I suppose maybe Phil has more money than he's letting on. Uh, letting. Uh, like, like, like <laughs> I should find a new stretch of comedy. But, yeah, maybe maybe if he was the kind of guy who dressed up more and pretended like he had, like, um, what's his nemesis's name? Oh, Skip Woosnam? That's one of them. It's the other guy. The, the Rob Riggle, isn't it? The actor. Yeah, what? Is, is it Skip? No, what, what, that's what a different I, realtor. What happens if I type in Phil Dumphy Nemesis? Oh, don't tell me for a minute. I've got it. Oh, come on, Rhiannon. Should I give you a letter for the first name? Yeah. G. No, tell me. I, Gilthorpe. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, him. He, like, is in a... Uh, love him, by the way. Also, have mm. you gotten to the part where it dives into more of his character? 
I don't want to spoil it. I don't think so. Okay, I'll wait because it's actually really great. Sometimes sometimes there are spoilers in Modern Family, and I'd like to leave that one for you. Just, just for me. (laughs) Just for you. Yeah. Um, but he's hilarious, and I love him. But he, you know, like wears a big suit. He walks around with his like I don't know like. Uh, Patrick Warburton voice and he's the guy who feels like he has money maybe Phil has more money than he's letting on he's just a silly goofy guy yeah I, yeah. to be fair and if you're gonna because obviously you've got to upkeep that house and raise three kids and they never once talk about like a college fund or anything They've that's always... true and they're trying to send all three of them to college no matter how unlikely it looks <laughs> they are trying their best <laughs> do you know what no the devil works hard but phil and claire work harder <laughs> to send those fucking kids to college and they do not try <laughs> but do how relatable the... is that do you remember the bit in new york where Haley's trying to convince um, Alex and Luke to like stay there for a few more days, and they're like, "With what money? With what money?" And like Haley's like, "Oh, you know that that money that that Luke got." And Luke's like, "But what if we need to use that for college?" And they all just stand there, and they all just burst out <laughs> laughing. Luke included, <laughs> like, "Yeah, that's a good one." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But like, the older I get, the more I relate to those kids as they start going to college, and are like, "What if I just dropped? <laughs> what yeah. if I just didn't do this?" What if I just didn't go? What if I just live in my parents' basement? You go, Haley. What <laughs> queen? She's my favourite. You go work for Gwyneth Thatcher. Ah, oh, I'm such a bitch. I didn't ask who your favourite was. Maybe because yeah. I knew it was Haley. Well, go on. Go on. Why is Haley your favourite? I just think she's really funny. <laughs> she, she is. Really makes she me laugh. And she's just kind of a legend. Yeah. Yes. She's, yes. There's, there's absolutely nothing going on up there, and I love it so much. <laughs> Let's talk about her and Phil. Oh, oh, it's so, so cute. cute. It's Phil's so the cute. Best it's his little girl. Are we going to talk about the the episode when she dates the jean salesman? <laughs> you could talk about it. <laughs> Haley's oh. boyfriends are all amazing. I they love are all, all of them. Absolute legends. But when she is about what, like twenty? She must be about twenty Probably, nineteen, yeah. even. Yeah. She decides to bring home her new boyfriend, who is like double her age, and. Claire thinks that this is like an act of um, like punishing her parents because they've been very hard on her. She just left college. And Phil really, really wants to punch this man in the face. Mm. And Phil and Claire have this whole debate for the entire episode of what do we do? And Claire keeps telling Phil, don't react, because that's what she wants. She wants a reaction. Don't do anything about it. And so Phil tries his absolute best until the very end of the episode where Haley leaves with the jeans salesman boyfriend. And Phil just snaps, and it's such a good moment, especially because there's no comedy in the moment whatsoever. Like, for the sitcom, there's absolutely no comedy. It's pure drama. Yeah, it's just Phil basically yelling because he's just so stressed. Like, I know you want me to leave it, Claire, but I am not going to. That is my little girl, and that is a slimy old man. Like, she is not going near him. And he runs into the lift to go after her. And then the other lift next to her opens, and it's Haley, and she runs out, and it's like, I can't believe you were going to let me go off with him. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And Phil overhears it, and and then they have a hug, and it's, it's so, so sweet. Beautiful. And, like, the whole time, Haley didn't want to punish him. Haley wanted, like, proof yeah. from him that he really cared about her. She wanted, like, a, I, I guess, like, a an act of affection from both of them, that yeah. they really still cared about her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just something so special about the two of them, with like Haley being the eldest. And yeah. Especially because Alex is so put together and she kind of hates them all. 
<laughs> Justifiably. <laughs> she's, she's kind of on her own little plane of existence. Yeah, she's very independent. Yeah. Whereas so, Haley struggled a bit more. Yeah, and kind of needs Phil a bit more, and Phil kind of needs her Aww. as his eldest girl. You know, it's just it's just very cute. It's so beautiful. Like, you can't be a good, healthy father-daughter relationship uh, on screen. It's just so lovely. We're both so damaged and so pining for this kind of content. I know. <laughs> There's an episode in the final season that kind of mimics this that I think is so brilliant where um, they're all hanging out again. You know you know as they do when they all just hang out in like yeah. Jay's house? I love yeah. it. Jay Gloria's house. But um, it, it's a callback to... Do you remember in, uh, in season one where Jay is flying the plane and Phil's trying to bond with him because Phil wants nothing more than to bond with Jay and Jay acts... <laughs> he's holding up a hoop for the little plane to oh, go through and he yeah. gets smacked in the face. Yeah. Well, basically what happens is that Jay... Jay wants to do the plane. Phil is like, oh, I'm coming too. It's ten years later. He still wants just as badly for Jay to love him. And they bring um, uh, Dylan with them. D- Dylan wants to come too. <laughs> Dylan, who now is not ma- married to Haley. Oh, they they, 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 they marry Haley and Dylan. It's so cute. Like, I'm not there yet, but it sounds adorable. Phil's the one that does it. Like, it's so, so fucking cute. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, they go outside and basically Phil ends up with the plane. Mm-hmm. And ends up hitting himself with it, but basically Jay reveals um, that it wasn't really an accident hitting Phil. He kind of did it subconsciously on purpose Aww. because he had taken Claire away from him, basically, and in like a, an act of protection in his soul, he wanted to hurt Phil. And so Phil does the same thing and flies the plane <laughs> into um, Dylan, it, not into Dylan, into Alex's boyfriend, who's being mean to her <laughs> at the time and smacks him in the face. Yeah, and it kind of becomes a thing. And they talk to Mitchell, who's like, "Oh yeah, I kind of did something to a guy who was flirting with Lily recently." And like, yeah, I think it's like dads do subconsciously. And then it's so funny because at the end of the episode, um, Haley is sitting there. They're all sitting in the living room. And Haley and Dylan are sitting with the, you know, the twins, the babies. And at one point, right at the end, Alex is like, oh, the kids are so cute. And Luke is like, yeah, George is fine, but Poppy, she, she's got some growing up to do. And uh, Dylan accidentally smacks him in the face. <laughs> and Jane and Phil look at each other and be like, Dylan's going to be a good dad. And, like, it's such oh a cute God. moment of like the things dad do for their like firstborn daughters. It's just very cute. Aww. And it's an, a moment for Phil of like realizing that he's not always... There's a reason he's always mean to Dylan, and it's kind of because there's something subconsciously in him. Yeah. It's kind of angry with him. It's maybe yeah. a little toxic, but as a TV show thing, I think it's adorable. Yeah, I think it, it, it hits like a line, but I think they do it in like a, a decent way, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just, very, it's just him and Jay bonding that makes me so happy. Jay and Phil. So it's... special. <laughs> so fucking special. They, they do the same arc over and over <laughs> again of... Like, Phil just wants to get Jay a present that he'll love, and Jay hates the present, and Jay ends up getting annoyed at Phil, and Phil's upset that he doesn't have Jay's approval, and then eventually they find common ground. That happens so often, but it's so entertaining every time. It's basically, like, wholesome succession. (laughs) Yeah, it is! And Jay is Logan, as Phil desperately plays all of the Roy siblings trying to get his approval. Yeah, no, literally. It's literally that. But But without a billion dollar company, it's just Phil doing gestures for Jay. (laughs) I mean, it starts with the one in the attic, right? Where he's trying to fix Jay's printer and he goes through 
the craziest things in the attic with the spiders, but also it's such a great episode because it, 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 he accidentally convinces Manny and Luke that there's a ghost in the house, which is <laughs> yeah. so funny. When the printer works and they freak out and get rid of the picture and Phil thinks it doesn't work, so it goes up there for like four more hours. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's not also the episode where he, like, he says he like passes out because he opened up a paint can and for some reason paint makes him pass out. <laughs> yeah. where that comes up some other time as well. Yeah. Just gonna pass out instantly. Yeah. Genuinely, I think one of the most wholesome scenes they ever do in this show is when they're all trapped in Jay's house because there's like a massive storm going on outside. And Jay keeps trying to leave and he doesn't really say why he's trying to leave. And eventually, at the end of the episode, in like the um, garage outside, Jay says to Phil, like, yeah, the reason I was trying to get out here so badly because one of my like friends from the army who I like served with in the army's just died. And what we always do is we go to an Irish pub and we pour out a drink and we toast a drink. And it's so lovely because t- Jay is telling this whole story and you just see Phil in the background as he gets like a bottle of whiskey out and a cup and he pours it in and he puts it next to the Jay and he gets like a little like figure of a shamrock and he sticks it next to him and Jay just looks at Phil and Phil doesn't say anything and I think that's when Jay likes Phil the most when he just yeah. does a nice little gesture and doesn't <laughs> say anything. That was the high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's so sweet because Phil is about to leave Mm. And then Jay pours one out for Phil as well. And Phil comes and sits next to him. And it's so nice. it's so beautiful. It's just some, like, lovely, like, sweet sense of, like, masculinity between them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so thoughtful and so caring and so, like, vulnerable. Yeah. There's also so much comedy in just, like, Jay calling him. And he's like, oh, go get Claire. And he's like, no, 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 I'm here to talk to you, Phil. And Phil's like, ah! He just wants Jay to like him so badly. Partly because I think Phil's just a people pleaser. Yeah. But also I think he feels a sense of like, I'm sorry for kind of making Claire hitch my her wagon to me. Yeah. I think like, I think it's partly as well, like, because Jay is like the epitome of masculinity. Like he is this older man. Like he is very masculine. He really has these like gender roles like built in his head. And like, sometimes that's a good thing. Most of the time it's a bad thing. But I really think that, and like we see Phil a lot of the time, like have a lot of insecurities around his own masculinity because he's not the most masculine guy in the world. Mm. He he's very unapologetic about the things that he likes, like his cheerleading and stuff. Yeah. But he does have episodes here and there where he is quite insecure about mm. his masculinity, and I think there is just that respect for Jay, of like yeah. this is the epitome of like masculine, and like I think there is just a respect there, and I think. Phil wants to be that in a way. Yeah, I think so. And like, Jay is so different from Phil's own dad because we meet Phil's dad quite a few times. Oh, Frank, yeah. is that his name? Yeah, he's just, he's just. And he's just, he's just Phil. 17 year old Phil. <laughs> and Luke is 19 year old <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Baby Luke just following Phil around like a little duckling. Being exactly the same. What's the episode where they, they're trying to figure out if Luke has ADHD? Yeah. And every time they come up with like a trait of someone with ADHD, they, Phil just exhibits it immediately. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, should, we, should we talk about Phil and Luke properly? Because they're just so such... cute. <sighs> I mean, yeah, there's something. There's maybe something about it not being the healthiest that Phil is maybe more his friend than his dad, but I think Phil does a decent job of still being his dad. Like, he does... Yeah. He does leave Claire to most of the bad cop, like, guiding yeah. him. But I, I think Phil does some on his own. I think Phil's a good role model, at least. Yeah, I, I think so. And 
They they really have a lot of like teenage Luke one day just like being besties of Phil and wanting to like hang out with him all the time, and the next episode he's like, "Oh my god, Dad!" <laughs> yeah, they can't decide. <laughs> but like, I don't know. That makes sense to me. He's like yeah. sixteen and he's annoying. Fully. They just want to do the same silly things, little adventurous things. He always is like the when he's when he's really young, he's the hype man for Phil when Phil wants to build <laughs> a tightrope walk across the garden. Yeah. He's the one filming it. He's he's the one setting it up with him. It's just mm-hmm. so sweet. He's and he's just like his dad. He gets a pogo stick on the trampoline and probably breaks <laughs> his neck. And it's like, of course that's Luke. <laughs> nothing going on in his head. Absolutely Not a thought. nothing. Some somehow he's like dumber than Haley. Yeah, it depends on the day. But honestly, the bond between he and Haley is kind of funny. Whenever Luke they and unite Hayley. against Alex and her that, intelligence, yeah, yeah, and they're always in the wrong. Oh yeah, and every time they think they've got her, they're always wrong. Yeah, but they don't think they're wrong, and that's the main thing. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> I don't know why Luke keeps dating older women, but it does make me laugh. I'm not there yet to see. Oh no! I suppose he's not of age yet. No, right no, now he still has like awkward crushes and just wants to make out not... with girls that they that hate him. He's not in his milf phase yet. Okay, it's milf phase. <laughs> he has a milf phase. Well, well, how old is Luke at like the end of the show? Twenty-two. Fucking hell! I, th- I think does he he's... go to college? Yes. No. Well, um, <laughs> he doesn't get in, but then I think he goes to community college a year or two later. Okay. I think he's like 21 at the end of the show. Oh no, 22 because 11 seasons. I think he's like 11 Fuck. at the beginning. But he goes through a MILF phase and it's, do you know what? It's very funny, but it's very weird. Fuck <laughs> hell. He literally goes from girls like his age at school and be like, no, no, he's not tailed a woman for no reason. It's actually really funny because he dates one of Claire's friends, but Claire doesn't know it's him. So her friend is telling oh her about this God. young man she's dating and Claire's like, ooh, okay. And then she walks oh, in and sees him and no. is like, no, 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 no. Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's fun. But anyway, that's not oh, about Luke. Phil. Phil should have been supervising more. <laughs> that's on Phil. Yeah. Vietnam oh, yeah, Phil and Luke are adorable. They're, they're just so simple. Yeah. yeah. So simple together. Simple alone, simple together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best way of doing things. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know why, but I can't stop fucking thinking about. When there's a, there's an episode where Luke is at the table and just playing on his little like game, it's like a PSP or something, and Claire's telling him to get off it because at the dinner table, and he just goes, no no no, I'm about to beat my about about to beat Dad's record, and Phil just goes, ah, you heard your mother. He <laughs> 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 won't yeah. put his foot down, but only when it's convenient. It's kind of like when um in a, like a super early episode when Haley comes downstairs wearing something that's really inappropriate for like her age of like fifteen, uh-huh. and Claire is just like, hold on, you're not going out wearing that, Phil. You say something about Haley's outfit, and he's like, "You look great, Haley. That is so That's cute. Good. That is super cute. <laughs> Thanks, Dad." It's one of those things where he looks at Claire and he's like, oh, "I said the wrong thing." <laughs> yeah, he's it's he's sweet. I like him. Yeah, I, I like, like him with too. Luke. He and Alex have a nice little bond, <laughs> where he doesn't really know how to help her. No. But he does try. And Alex has her, like, moments of melting as a person around him. Yeah. She's well, such I mean, an, an uptight person. Yeah. She remembers to be human around Phil. 
Yeah, there's there's a nice episode where I think Alex, when she's in Caltech, she's contemplating like moving back home because she's like struggling to make friends, and like Phil convinces her to stay and actually like you know like try and make some friends. Like he tells this whole story of when he was in college, like it took him so long to settle, but one day it just clicked, and it was just the best experience of my life. Like like trying to just, and he isn't even trying to convince her to stick it out. He's just trying to say this is my experience. Yeah, and she decides to stay. Yeah. Aww. Like, That's lovely. I do wish they'd done a bit more with the fact that, like, obviously Alex is very book smart, but I think they could have done a bit more with her not being as street smart and, like, people like Phil having to, like, help her Ooh. out with stuff like that. Yeah. Or even Haley to, like, yeah, Hayley, make their bond Luke, a bit stronger. Anyone else in the show. <laughs> there are so many other people who are not smart in the show. <laughs> Alex and Manny on, like, an island of vague intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So I, I like little moments like that where like people like Phil can help Alex in the way that she wouldn't get anywhere yeah. else, you know, and she wouldn't think for herself. Yeah, she's such like like you said, she's such a stubborn, like uptight person. Mm. And you have someone like Chili, like Phil, who is so calm. So Chili, I think I combine like the C of like calm and <laughs> Phil. Chili. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new nickname. Chili, yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, you're right, you're totally right. It's a great point. It's a great point. (laughs) I just like Phil and his girls. Yeah. That's their little family unit. Should we... I I have something to bring up. Oh, and Jay. Jay's also in the family unit, apparently. I forgot we covered Jay. Um, Something I don't love. I think I know what you're going to say. That luckily, they stopped doing after a couple of seasons but did not stop quickly enough for me <laughs> which is Phil's weird thing for Gloria yeah it's it's not great he basically Gloria's new to the family in season one the whole point is she's married mm. Jay and they've been yeah. together like six months and Gloria's like getting to know all of them and um, Phil's very attracted to her yeah because she is the most attractive woman to ever exist because she is Sophia Vergara and she's the most beautiful woman in the world mm-hmm. and she's incredibly intelligent and she dresses phenomenally she's statuesque yep. yeah amazing so look we don't I get it but he's very inappropriate with Gloria every now and then yeah and it's genuinely uncomfortable and has aged badly and they, they slowly stopped doing it, but he still does it occasionally in season two. Yeah. He's still a little inappropriate with other women in season one. Just, like, moments where it's just yeah. him, like, straying his eyes from Claire to another woman. I just, like, we don't need it. It, it kind of makes Phil feel a bit icky to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely get what you mean. I yeah. feel like I mean, if this show was written in 2002, that would have been a much bigger trait of his, and he would have felt like some grosser characters we've seen well, in, like... The yeah. Office or Parks and Rec early on. Well, I mean, obviously, like, I feel like comedy, like, and like, um, sitcoms specifically are still reeling from the like, I hate my wife trope of like the seventies. And it's weird we bring this up because obviously Ed O'Neill was in um, was it called My Wife and Kids or whatever the sitcom he was in back in the day where oh, okay. the entire. My mum told me all about this. Obviously, I'm oh. too young to know what this is. History lessons. History yeah. lesson. But yeah, he was in a sitcom, and the entire point of his character was that he has a wife and he has like kids, and he hates them. And that's the joke, right? That's the whole bit. And I really, really do feel like 
comedy is still reeling from the effects of those kinds of shows. Yeah. And with, like, Modern Family starting in, like, 2010 and stuff, I really think there was just such, like, a... That still weighs over it, because obviously the whole point of the show is marriage and kids and life. And a modern family. Yeah, a modern family. And so you have... It's weirdly not as bad of Jay and Glory. You get hints of it here and there, but not really. But, no, and Jay's you, weirdly very progressive. <laughs> strangely, yeah. But then you get like little hints of like... Because I feel like Phil is always looking at other women when like Claire is being especially neurotic mm. and annoying him. Yeah. And so, it, it's, you know, like I said, it's not as like, blatantly obvious as it was back in the day, but it's just like, little hints of like, oh, my wife is nagging me. Yeah. There's this hot other woman, let's just look at her. Yeah. Because, like, especially because, like, to bring, like, Mitch and Cameron to this, because we've hardly talked about them, but, like, one problem that Modern Family does have is that it it struggles a bit, I feel, in the early seasons with Mitch and Cameron trying to, like, make them husband and wife, even though they are both men. Yeah. And my theory that I've told you before is that Mitchell hates Cam. <laughs> I don't. I I stand by it. I'm on season eight. I stand by it. Honestly, I can kind of see it. <laughs> I truly believe that Mitchell hates Cameron. Yeah, th- there's a little of that. I kind of mm-hmm. love them, but I also kind of get it. Yeah, and every time that like Cam is being especially like flamboyant or like mm. loud and dramatic Clowning. or gay or a clown, <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> One of these things is not like <laughs> gay clown. All gay people are clowns. Same, <laughs> but. <laughs> It feels like that's it. That is a problem that this show has slightly. That I hate my wife, and somehow they managed to get it into the the gay couple. Yeah, at the they they really. Do you know what? Maybe that's equality. Maybe that's the equality we've been looking for. <laughs> gay men can also hate their wives. <laughs> yeah, I think it's partly because the whole point of Modern Family is they're trying to get like a relatability. Like, you're supposed to watch this and be like, oh, my kids also get on my nerves. And this way, I also have these bonding moments with my children. I think the show early on is really suffering from pandering to its male audience in a way that I think they've shifted over time and really quickly been like, okay, this is for all people. But I think it was still slightly gearing just in, like, instinctively to the male audience. I think Mm. they're leaning into that, like, oh, men find it very relatable to, like, get exasperated at their wives. Yeah. And then I think they start to consider more female points of view, you know, like, I don't think women would enjoy this. I don't yeah. think women want to watch this show and get that trope, but I, I think that's kind of where they start. Making Phil less gross, because I, yeah. I don't think they feel the need to pander to the gross men anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's an yeah. astute point. Just... I like the history lesson. Yeah, yeah. Just interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so... I don't... I don't love the way it manifests with Gloria originally, but Phil and Gloria later on... Are when such a great like, duo. Friends is very oh, fun. The fucking episode where they're extras in a, in a <laughs> scene and they're in the background yeah. and they're being so like massive gestures and movements and having these fancy conversations and just ruining the take. Yeah, yeah, completely. It's not actually arguing because like Gloria loves fun. She's yeah. such a fun person and she loves getting in on Phil's hijinks. The trio of Phil, Gloria, and Cam is unmatched. <laughs> I love when the partners yeah. get together. They are so funny. Yeah, yeah. Because it's them and their neurotic partners that they're married to. That's and a really good combo. And they're just the combo. fun ones. Well, yeah, it's like the support group of We Married a Pritchett. <laughs> yeah! 
And they are so funny together. Yeah. It's like Gloria holding them together. But they are so funny. But I do like Gloria and Phil when yeah. they become friends. I just don't love how it starts, which is vaguely groovy. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love 2010. 2009, 2010? It was the big boom of 2009. Yay. Which, you know, did we talk about this? How we've we always... Did. Yeah, we yeah. always we kept every time we loved a show, we kept looking back and realizing it was written in two thousand and nine. It started in two thousand nine. We kept being like, "Wow, of course!" and noticing that all shows that we loved, I guess especially sitcoms, start in two thousand nine. And then with the recent writers' strike, I had an epiphany, or I don't think I had. I, I, either way, came to the conclusion that it was mostly because there was the two thousand and seven writers' strike mm-hmm. that pushed all scripted TV out because they had no writers and they focused on reality TV. And then when that was resolved in two thousand and eight shows were written again and then ended up being produced, filmed, and shown in 2009. That's why everything started in 2009. Yeah, and this show is one of them, I guess. This, it it was a huge epiphany for us. (laughs) Oh yeah, it blew my mind. We've been saying this for like 10 years, I swear to God. (laughs) But this is one of them. Uh Mm Uh-huh. I don't think Phil does much with Manny. (laughs) Do they do a lot? (laughs) spoken they must and they've spoken <laughs> i can't think they definitely have had at least like four plot lines maybe i can't remember what any of them are yeah do I, you like I manny was... oh i fucking love manny i do like manny i, I do like <sighs> all the jokes of when he says something really pretentious of like my you're know, like my leather like slippers and jay makes a comment of like you grew up in the back seat of a <laughs> cab <laughs> oh yeah the way that Manny embraces his new rich lifestyle, good for him. I oh, just remember, sorry, I know this is not about Phil, but do you remember when he um persuades Gloria to become um an American citizen just so it's easier to sort out the will when Jay dies and he's <laughs> yeah. like, I required a taste for truffles. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking this is kind of why I was watching clips again um before we watched this of like best off Phil and seeing how tiny everyone was as a door, especially Manny, who's so tiny. But like Aww. I feel like Manny's comedy worked a bit better when he was like ten, because it's funnier mm, when and, he And Luke, to be honest with you. And and Luke. To be I, can't fair, I think with we're Manny getting at people for aging, but uh, yeah, I d don't wanna don't wanna do that. But I guess with Manny, they pivot quite nicely where he becomes like they lean more on how much of a hopeless romantic he is and how kind of pathetic he is and, and yeah. the art student and his improv dreams. Yeah. But with Luke, I don't think they ever quite figure it out. Not but why. Baby Manny is the funniest thing. I love him so he and Gloria and like the the bond they have. Oh yeah. They, the unhealthy yeah. attachment. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love Manny. Love me some Manny. I don't yeah. think he <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge, no. But they, they what, what, what other out. like combos do you like? I can't think of any else to think about Phil. So I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, Phil, Phil and Mitch and their nerd stuff. They got a comic con together. Do you know what? I I started that episode last night and I fell asleep, so I'll start it again properly. Oh, okay, later. but yeah, they do some nerd things. They, they get c- high. <laughs> Because <laughs> well, they clearly realised, oh, Phil and Mitchell have never spoken in five seasons. Yeah. We'll give them a random, very specific thing, which is they're both huge nerds. Yeah. And they yeah, end up no. getting high together. And they end up getting high. Do you remember the bit when they get back to their house and Haley comes up the stairs and Phil just goes like, hey, cupcake. And then Mitchell just looks like whispers to him like, I've, have you ever called a cupcake before? And he's like, it's fine. I'll make it normal. Then Mitchell's like, hey, cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's so funny. That that's that's underrated. I wish they did more with them. I re- yeah that's yeah. That's so silly. I yeah. don't. What a Phil and Cam bond over. I suppose he's terrified of Cam as Fizbo. It's <laughs> the clown. It's <laughs> the clown. <laughs> I don't think. Do you know what? Now I know who's never spoken, and that's him and Lily. <laughs> oh yeah. No no no. They they go and they um. There's one episode where the ducklings are being born and Phil and Lily, they go to like the DIY oh, store yeah, and buy right. the bits for the, the duck um, Yeah, fuck my town. drag, you're so right. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And then, like, Claire calls Phil saying the ducks are being born and he doesn't want to miss it, so he starts speeding yeah. down and poor Lily's in the back of the car. <laughs> And they hit like a speed bump, and you just hear Lily and like from like ADR as the camera's on the car. She's just like, "Ow!" <laughs> it wouldn't have been a really funny kid. if Phil had started to like once the girls go to college. She starts like attaching to Lily in a way, especially because the whole point of Lily is that Mitch and Cam have no idea what's going on in her life, and that's the yeah. joke, which does make me laugh. I yeah. I kind of wish we had better representation for gay parents, but it's really funny. Yeah. Equality. All, all, even gay parents can be uh, disjointed and not knowing what their kids are doing. <laughs> but wouldn't it be kind of sweet if he starts like trying to do things with Lily because he misses yeah. his girls? Oh. That would have been cute. It would have given Lily more to do, but I have a mm. feeling Lily isn't there for a bunch of episodes at a time and maybe it's just like child labour laws or something. Or maybe yeah, just the probably. actress has a life outside That's of it cool. that she wasn't prepared for. You know, she didn't ask to be an actor. She was a baby. So um, yeah. I can understand that. But it would mean cute. I do. Do you know what? I, I appreciate Lily a lot more this time around. Yeah? I uh, I remember not I like really her. being that bothered the first time I watched it, but this time around, like, yeah, I like this kid. She's fun. Oh, I remember one of uh, Phil's like opening lines in the um, confessional that I love mm. is when he's talking about how hip with the kids he is with um, uh, like slang and abbreviations. And he goes, I use all of them. OMG. Oh my God. LOL. Lots of love. WTF. Why the face? <laughs> it's just such a simple joke. But something about time I'll be like, oh, why the face? I mean, that's another thing about Phil. He is the most uncool person to to ever live. Yeah, who thinks he's cool. He thinks he's really cool. There's one episode where he's talking about how brave he is early on, and he's like, roller coasters, I've done them. Scary movies, I've seen Ghostbusters like seven times. (laughs) Ghostbusters. (laughs) No. He's just, I don't know, he's sweet. I I fucking love him. I love his magic. He's a magician, and his magic is fucking awesome. I'm always so impressed. Yeah, yeah. How does he do it? I want to do magic. I, there's not, do you know what? On my you bucket list, magician. on my bucket list is going to be being able to do the trick where I, I drop the smoke and no one sees me run away, <laughs> and I'm gone. That is my dream. <laughs> Isn't there an episode where like Phil tries to get um Luke to not quit magic school because? It- like Luke doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to do it anymore yes. and like Luke gets so annoyed of just like I can't believe you're not letting me do what I want and then he like throws a smoke bomb and disappears and feels like no he's a natural <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good no okay do you know what I'm gonna do I've already planned it I've already planned it you ready go on on one of my birthdays, whatever birthday I'm having the biggest existential crisis, mm. I'm going to pull a Bilbo and I'm going to get up <laughs> in front of everyone I love and be like I have to go Goodbye now, and do the magic boom and disappear, <laughs> and then not show up for a solid three days. 
Okay, three days. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could do that? I don't know where I'd go. <laughs> where are you going to go? For Hopefully three days? at that point where I'm having an existential crisis, I'll have like a cabin in the woods or something. Fair, fair. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably come to yours and be like, yeah, like I couldn't find anywhere to stay. You're like, FaceTime me two hours later. <laughs> like, Randall, I lost the car. The bear's in the car. You're like, you're in real. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. I can't wait. I love his magic. I love his magic shop that is hemorrhaging money that he then has oh, to sell. I haven't. I don't. I remember getting there the first time. I'm not there this time around. Oh. I forgot about his magic shop. I won't spoil it. And the beef oh. he has with the board game shop next door. Oh, God, it's, that's gonna it's... give me such secondhand stress. I hate shit like that. No, they make a joke every now and then of just like that shop is hemorrhaging money, right? He's like, "Yep, you're gonna sell it." No, nope. well, like that makes me so stressed. Like the episode where Claire and Cam are trying to sell the house they flipped is the most oh stressful twenty God. minutes of my life. No, that's such a funny scene where they, you know, try and know too much about the buyer and they yeah. scare him off. But I'm also like, no, guys, don't you know you're but, gonna sell the house? Like, I, I can't laugh, right? I, maybe yeah. in the future when I have, like, a, a financial house. stability, <laughs> I'll laugh. Right now, I'm not laughing. Oh, right, on. We will never own a house. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's no. why I said financial stability <laughs> and not owning a house. We'll own a house that we are forced With, like, to buy seven together. Other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh god. Does, gonna end up I... like kids in Victorian London, aren't we? All yeah. gathered around the fire that we started because we burned the door. Off to my chimney sweep job I am. Oh yeah, you'll, you'll go to the chimney, I'll go to the factory. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather the ch- Oh no, either way. Oh, you're smaller than me, so you'll have to do the chimney. Jesus Christ. I'll no. do the factory. I'll lose some fingers. I'll get burned! I'll lose my limbs. <laughs> I'm uh, no. I'm gonna go fuck a rich man and have a nice week of life before uh, his real wife kills me. That's what I'll do. Or Sounds become a, good. the thing is the thing is it's too late in history. I've always said back in time I'll become a jester, right? <laughs> Sorted. I would be a fantastic freaky little jester in some lord's house. Do you know Mary what? Poppins time too late. Do you no know justice. What? Genuinely, when I wa- was watching Modern Family, I swear there was one episode that made me think that you're Cam and I'm Mitch, and I think you saying you're a jester just confirmed that to <gasps> no! me. I would never be. Mm, I can't say I would never be a clown. <laughs> that would be <laughs> dishonest. <laughs> but you said I'm Mitch out of every character in Modern Family. I take that back. That was before oh, I watched shit. it. I'm Mitch, you're Cam. <gasps> I relate no, this... to Mitch so hard watching this. <laughs> I really Wait, do. No, Rhiannon. Every time he's so like uptight about like the germs and the tidiness and the. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rhiannon, do you realize what you've done? What? Do you secretly hate me? <laughs> what is this? No. Why would you tell me this? No. Is that that's what not I'm... what I meant. Is that what I'm supposed to take away from this? <laughs> no, that's not what you're meant to take away from this. When are we gonna get a Vietnamese baby? I don't know, soon. No, but no, I think you're right that I'm Cam and you're Mitch. Although, th- to be honest, I, I I despise all of Cam's farmness. I think I'm like Mitch in that way. I, mm. I fully get why- Yeah, yeah, you're not like Cam in the farm of it all, but no one is like Cam with the every- farm of it all, because that's every- the most insane thing I've ever witnessed. <laughs> every time Mitch is an absolute shithead, just terrible husband- mm. 
about Cam's like love of Missourian farm stuff, I'm like, you go, girl. Yeah. You are not getting on that fucking farm. Yeah. Yeah. Stand no. your ground. <laughs> Absolutely not. But yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am Cam. Yeah. Nothing specific. Just just the vibe. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Fuck those. Um. I swear this started because you were like, do Phil and Cam have scenes together? Oh. Like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> I can't remember anything else. I, I, I'm trying to think, just about us being Mitch and Cam, and how you, real that is of you. Do you see the vision. I do. I would totally wear. I think I I wear the the feminine version of Cam shirts. <laughs> I think that's my wardrobe. I yeah yeah. I think that's I, how I dress. I need you to like dress one day and then like walk outside and just look at yourself and be like, I'm dressed like Cam. Something I would do. This is, this is Cam. If I wore button-up shirts, I would want the lining to be fabulous. Yeah yeah. Oh, See and Mitchell's I mean? gonna be a lawyer. You were gonna be a lawyer. Yeah, we both did law degrees. Do you know just... what? I see. I see the vision now. Yeah, let's just. I think he's me at my worst of oh. like when things are bothering me and things are like I get how he gets like so annoyed yeah at, like the little like I think he's more he's he just expresses it more than I do right but, like like the whole episode of like Cam always like bakes cakes of Lily and stuff and doesn't clean up and like <gasps> Mitchell tries his best to not clean it up. But he and can't he's help it. And it's driving insane. And then Cam comes back and is like, "Oh, you you haven't cleaned up. I guess I'll do it." And then he tries for like a minute. <laughs> and like, oh. Are you saying that's me? <laughs> no, not fully. <laughs> but I think that's us. I don't think we do those things. We we do a version of those things. I just don't know what they are yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, that's that's I, I very. Feel him. That's fully me though. <laughs> if I had a partner who cleaned up for me and got into the habit of never cleaning up for myself, I would absolutely do that. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is why you and I make great friends, but would be terrible in a relationship. Yeah, I think so. Because I think Richard Cam are terrible in a relationship, <laughs> <laughs> but would be great friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they make for very good TV, and I really do love watching them, and they're really funny. Ooh, but hold I on. just think they. They hate. Oh no, you're totally right. Sorry, I just had a thought. Go on. Am I Cam or am I Pepper? <laughs> oh no. Am I Pepper though? Uh, are you Pepper and I'm Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be Ronaldo. <laughs> no, Pepper suits me more. Maybe. Uh, I think you... that's that's the best version of us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the bit at the um in the wedding? Where um they have to leave the first venue because like there's a wildfire that's spreading, okay. <laughs> and, and um, Pepper just goes, "It's all right, don't worry. We found a different venue." And Mitchell's like, "But we don't know anything about this place." And Pepper just goes, "Like, well, you know, it's a quaint, lovely little spot, but its main selling point is that it's not about to become a kiln." <laughs> No, Pepper's the funniest <laughs> fucking character. I love him so that's, much. That's, uh, that genuinely is the funniest thing I've ever heard from that show. That's the f- <laughs> it's not a 
I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this show has absolutely incredible jokes per minute. <laughs> there are some episodes that are fine. There are some episodes that are on fucking. Just I on think, it. I yeah, I think that's one of them. I really have you, do. Have you gone to the episode where there's this joke with I forget what it was with Gloria and her fridge or something? And she keeps bringing something out the fridge and she keeps yelling something at Manny and it. My mom and I were like hyperventilating, laughing at it. Really? I can't remember the joke. I don't remember. Maybe I'm going to remember because I want to know now. It was. I, I don't remember. But but this this show, I would love to quote it more. I just don't know it well enough. I think there's so much of it that I just don't. <sighs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Can, can I tell you a joke I heard in an episode last night that fucking killed me? Uh huh. Uh, Manning is really heartbroken, and so Jay tries to get him a new girlfriend who's very like. I guess, like, redneck, like, backwards, not the most intelligent, and Manny doesn't really know what to do with her. Uh-huh. But um, she talks about how her ex recently, like, tried to climb a building or something and fell. Oh, he watched Free Solo and tried to climb a building nearby, and she says that he fell off and died. And she just goes, he died doing what he loved, daring the cops to shoot him. <laughs> He Fuck. died doing what he loved jokes I've ever daring the cops to shoot him. <laughs> daring him to shoot him. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, no, this show's incredible. Yeah. yeah it There's is. too much. We need to talk about the show again. I know. But I think yeah. Phil sits at the core. He's always I, I so consistently so. funny. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, he is like a fan favourite. He really is. He's so genuine. Yeah. He's so sweet. Just no, no, you just watch it like yeah. I, I want this man to be my dad. Father, father, father. <laughs> Thank you, Ty Burrell, for being everyone's dad. And you know what? Mad, mad respect that he hasn't done anything since. Fucking mad respect. I love that. Well, they, they were getting paid a shitload by the end, weren't they? I think it's the first two seasons. It's a five hundred k per episode. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking get the bag, cause yeah. that show was funny. Oh yeah, yeah. We love to see and it. the amount of episodes, and they're all in all of them. Yep. They're all, yeah, consistently. They are set. There's never a bad day. They're all so funny. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, on that note, I guess. Oh, no, everything, 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 everything. It's less of a game, more of an interesting fact. So, um, I have been rewatching One Family with my mother. I've seen most of it before. I was vaguely familiar. Mum's never seen a bit of it. Okay. She has no preconceived notions, has just been watching it. We've spent like the last couple of months watching all of it. My mum, absolutely to her core, despises Phil Dumphy. <laughs> she hates him. No joke. It's not even a <laughs> joke. She doesn't even find it funny. She actually hates him. Mm-hmm. So I asked her earlier today to write me a list of 10 things she hates most about Phil. So I can really <laughs> understand, because I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And oh. she she is baffled that I love him and okay. completely confused as to why everyone loves him. So I thought it would be interesting for us to know, to understand, you know what, because we've we, we sung his praises. Let's get a different perspective yeah, of somebody about, who hates um, Phil. Yeah, different perspectives on this podcast. Hey, we play both sides. Exactly. So we always come out on top. <laughs> okay. Ten things she has about Phil Dumphy. Number one. He is so annoyingly silly. <laughs> That is the complaint I get the most. Right, right. Yes, yeah, for, for me, just take out the word annoying. For me, yeah, he's just he's a silly guy. He's this a silly, is my goofy point. guy. He's endearing. It's sweet. Like, that's, that's fun. 
people aren't that silly. And it's so exactly. it's fun to see the silly. Oh, oh, you better hold that because we're going back to that. So number two, if he has a problem, he takes the most ridiculous solution. I, I don't... I'm, uh, her handwriting is difficult to read, okay? He okay. finds the most difficult... Mo- the most ridiculous solution. She doesn't sure. like his inefficiency. But may I raise her... It makes for good comedy. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's an appropriate point. That this is a TV mm. show. Yeah. And we want to see hijinks and yes. lowjinks. She doesn't... No. That's, no. That's okay. What she wants... If she wants one thing from her sitcoms, it's efficiency. <laughs> Okay, this is great. Okay, number three. His magic is so weak. <laughs> she thinks his magic game is shit. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't think it's brilliant, but it's not shit. I think it's great. I fucking love magic. Sure, yeah. She hates it. Okay. Number four. He's... Oh, God. Oh, his adoration of Jay is pathetic. <laughs> she thinks Phil needs to stop pining so hard for Jay's affections. Well, that's just brutal. I think this is problematic of her because <laughs> I think it's a wonderful show of how toxic masculinity is not the most important thing in showing vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But it's a little pathetic. <laughs> I get it. But I love it that. Is. It is. But it's I enjoy right. watching it. Exactly. Okay, number five. He treats Luke as a friend, not a son. Now. That might now, be now we're getting the most somewhere. accurate one. I can understand this. Because mm. it's not great. But they never show the negative effects of this in the show, which makes me think this is a fantasy world where the effects don't exist. Because yeah. you got we, we, what happens when you treat your children as friends and not children is Regina George. Yeah. That's not good. I think, I think like he would end up like Regina George. I just don't think it's enough brain cells up there. It's not smart enough. <laughs> I, you know, I just think you can't. There is no male Regina George. I think no. if Luke was a woman, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But no, I understand this. Mm. I, I put mm-hmm. a little tick next to it. Yeah. Okay. I get this. It's still a TV show. I don't care, but I get it. Six. Oh, he eats like a two-year-old. Oh. He acts I... like a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Um, I don't think he does. Two's I, a bit I don't young. Think so. Twelve, maybe. Twelve's pretty good. How old Luke is at the time? Yeah. I, th- yeah. You know, I think he ages with, he, with Luke. Luke. <laughs> I think he, he ages. I think he does become more mature as Luke matures. Yeah, I think so. I think when Luke was born, he he was like a Horcrux and became part of like <laughs> Phil's soul. Yeah, yeah. And they are bound by that. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Number seven. When he get when he acts stupid in brackets most of the time, mm. it is not cute. It is annoying. Slightly repetitive at this point, of course. Uh, right. This is mainly her frustration of how cute I find him. Right. Okay. So that's so targeted. targeted. Me. Right. Okay. What do you think? Um, I, th- I think he's adorable. Exactly. I think he's a sweetie. He is adorable. I I have a feeling this stems from... I always thought this stemmed from the idea that my mum is kind of imagining being married to Phil and finds that frustrating. And that mm. I can understand. Yeah. He's chaotic and not helpful. Yeah. But I keep telling her, you don't have to be married to Phil, mother. Yeah. He is fictional. 
He doesn't exist. He is not your husband. And if anyone's trying to psychoanalyze me out there, Phil is not like my dad. She is not reliving a past He's, marriage. I can second that. Phil is nothing like your dad. <laughs> Mitchell is like my dad. Phil is not like my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not that. Mm-hmm. My mum just finds him aggravating. Number eight. His inventions are so silly. Now this is just rude. <laughs> he, he's trying his best, you know? I... I... He's a creative guy. He's, he's an entrepreneur. He is. He's on that grind, and you're, tr- you're <laughs> just getting on stopped. him. For- the grind fucking never... For Phil Dunphy, and it's the like grind the never stops. 2000, which gets caught <laughs> in his hair. Sets fire. Maybe electrocutes you? We, didn't, we couldn't tell. Yeah. I think he's creative. <laughs> Number nine. Oh. His not accepting his daughters are adults is pathetic. Does he do that? I think there I think what you and I find really sweet, which is him kind of being attached to them emotionally and feeling like he's losing them Mm-mm. and wanting to have an emotional relationship with them, my mum finds pathetic and reads as him not accepting that they're independent adults. Right, okay. Want to let everyone know my mother is not emotionally stunted. I've got to say, she's coming across cold. I, I have a feeling this is hypocritical of her. Because <laughs> I think I think she acts in the way that Phil does with me. So yeah. I have a feeling this is just insecurity. Right, okay, I get you. And pure rage. Okay, got it. Number 10. Why does he have to be so thick? <laughs> It's not. It's a question. Um, um, for example, shooting his blow-up canoe. <laughs> she cites a very specific example that we didn't mention, which is that f- she had to remind me what the fuck this was because a hundred episodes of Modern Family. That's, okay. that's not even over an estimation. It's five hundred episodes of Modern Family, um, where he goes on a camping trip on his own, immediately loses his mind, and shoots his own. A bear eats his canoe or something. Okay. To which I would say, mother. Don't send me camping because the same thing will happen. <laughs> is that, yeah, it's like you. This is just realistic. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't think Phil is intentionally stupid. No. I think Phil just likes to not use most of his brain. Yeah, and when it's more things, fun that way. Yeah, when things get serious, he will click in. But I mm. think he lives in a relaxed state where a good portion of his brain is numb. Yeah. And I respect I, that. Honestly, I'm jealous. Yeah. That sounds delightful. That's a vibe. I would love to disconnect my corpus callosum and just vibe. Yeah. 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 Oh, just He's a hero. My, yeah, honestly, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> I want to just disintegrate my hippocampus and exist yeah. through the world. I think I'll be a much better person. Yeah, I get you. So yeah. In conclusion, my mother believes that it is unrealistic that someone could be so stupid, and that's what she dislikes. Wow. And I think the conclusion we should draw is television, ladies and gentlemen! Yay! That's television! Yay! Sitcoms! <laughs> this is just writing. This is just sitcoms. It's just writing. Yeah. No, I'm telling I'll you, no one else has ever annoyed her. her. No yeah, other fictional like character. Her. No. Yeah. It's so out of character, but she fucking hates Phil. Wow. It's more of a downer than I thought. I'm just, I'm just contemplating. I just want, I just want to know why. 
So obviously we know why, but there's got to be more to it. Do you think she gave me the, like, surface level version? What we needed was a Mm. real psychoanalytic version. We need to get your mum to a therapist, and the entire topic of the session is why do you hate Phil Dunphy? Ooh, I'll get her to Hannibal. He's a great therapist. He might eat her. Nah, she's nice. He only eats rude people. Fair, okay. I, I think Unless Hannibal would find my mum delightful. Then she will be rude to him. Yes, don't bring in Phil Dunphy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Hannibal at the moment. Yeah. That's the only reason that came up. <laughs> Ooh, I should put Hannibal on my bad therapist list. Oh, the the therapist from The Boogeyman. I don't know her name. Terrible Ooh. therapist. Yeah, I have a therapist hit list because most therapists are fucking terrible. I'll find um, her name for you. I'm going to put Hannibal on. He's a good therapist. He just tries to kill them sometimes. Well, he kills right. them sometimes. He's right. a, he, has, he has a fantastic success rate. Fair play. Just so you know. Fair play to him. There are only um, two therapists that have ever made it to the good therapist list, which is Succession Therapist, Dr. Succession Therapist, <laughs> and Dr. Sharon Fieldstone, whoever the fuck that is. That's Ted Lasso. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. Add to the list. Um, Dr. Weller, in brackets, the boogeyman. Because <laughs> she was fucking terrible. They said they, like, go to the therapist, like Sophie Thatcher and her sister, because she's scared of the dark and she's seen monsters and shit. Mm-hmm. And the therapist, what she does is, she's like, okay, you got to face your fears right here and now. She brings out this light box, closes all the blinds, and the box, like goes dark and then flashes a red light and then goes dark and then flashes a red light over like, over and over again and obviously the fucking monster was like coming in the dark oh, a horrible Jesus. scene the kid was scared like as fuck it made yeah. it so much worse and it was like there was no preparation it was like oh let's do this now and the box when it was light was flashing red the <laughs> most hostile colour <laughs> <laughs> the colour of fucking blood. Uh-huh. And danger. Yeah, I hated her. She's on the worst therapist list. That that sounds good. Honestly, any therapist out there, immersion therapy is not for childhood fears. That's no. for creating childhood fears. Especially when the childhood fear is real. That's and why you've Yoda... invited it to the office. <laughs> you've invited it in like it's Dracula. It was fucking terrifying. That's why Yoda's on this list. He was a terrible therapist. He was. Anakin is not the place for exposure therapy. Mm. Great dude. Terrible therapist. Honestly, fantastic hang. Mm. Decent advice. Great senator. Terrible therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) So this was our Yoda episode. Thank you very much for listening. Those are our final thoughts on Yoda. We've got to do a Yoda episode. (laughs) What's Yoda's first name? Yoda? I I don't think he has a first name or a last name. I think it's just Yoda. Like Beyonce. It's like Madonna. Beyonce. (laughs) Or Adele. Yoda. Yoda. Prince. (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying singer's name for one name. I just thought it was just Prince. Prince. (laughs) The artist probably known as Prince. Yeah, let's do a Yoda episode. Yeah. Oh, do we have to speak in Yoda the whole time? Oh no, that'll get so annoying so quickly. Do you want to tell me a, do you want me to tell you a cool memory of myself that I hate? Go on. I once did a... <laughs> I once did a slight... I don't know why a very slight Yoda impression in front of Lily's older sister. And she did not laugh. And I was like, I guess I'll kill myself. <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. 
Oh, yeah. no. I think about it every day. <laughs> Anytime I think I'm funny, you know I remember that moment. You can tell it's bad as well, because I've never heard that before. <laughs> the thing is, it's not even that bad that I would tell you. Yeah. It's just one little terrible thing in my life. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Any, any horrible stories to tell? Yoda-related stories? I, I don't have a single Yoda-related story, to be you honest. You have not you. lived if you don't have a Yoda-related yeah, story that you think of at left. night. I've still got time to go. You, you'll get one. I will. And they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If there's one thing Phil and I have in common, it's that we would both be funky little jesters in fantasy times. I think you're right. I'm, yeah. te- I'm telling you, I would be a fantastic jester. I believe you. I really do. What would you be in, like, medieval times? I saw you've been over this before and I gave the most b- boring answer <laughs> of, like, I'd be a maid. <laughs> come, come up with a fun one. There are no fun ones. It's medieval <laughs> times. There's jesters! <laughs> There's jesters, kings, and peasants. <laughs> there are three types of people. <laughs> jesters, kings, peasants. <laughs> We're, uh, to be fair, we are the modern equivalent of the town crier. <laughs> like, ding dong, let's talk about Phil Dumphy. Yeah, yeah. This is just the modern equivalent of of standing on a box of a bell. Yeah. Like, hear thee. <laughs> Phil hear Dumphy. Thee. Execution Wednesdays. <laughs> Ooh, did I tell you that there's a there's an actress in um, Austin Land? Yeah. I couldn't figure out where she was from. I was like, I know this lady. Where is she from? Where is she from? Guess where she was from? A singular episode of Merlin. Yes. I was like, yes. Yes. My you favorite thing all about that show would come in handy. <laughs> comes in handy one day. My favorite thing about that movie, by the way, is that every actor in it has done genuine Jane Austen projects. They're all, That's like, actual amazing. trained actors in Jane Austen. They're all doing silly shit. I love That's it. That's kind of amazing. I love that. The best. It's like everyone in Skyfall being a trained Hamlet actor. Yeah. Just like, fuck it, why not? Be overqualified. Let's go. That's fun. It's good shit. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> go watch Skyfall and Austin Land, two extremely similar movies that came out a year after each other. Yeah, yeah. And the 12 million other different franchises that we have mentioned today. <laughs> Watch Star Wars. <laughs> we need to talk about nerdier stuff. That's what we're here to do. I know, we're just nerds our core. And on that note, we are manifesting our own Taylor Swift tickets. Congratulations anyone who got them, and mm-hmm. manifesting for you to get yours as well. Yes. Thank you. Rihanna, okay. would you take us out? I will. So, if you want to support the podcast, we are character.chaos on Instagram, characterchaos underscore on Twitter, Character Chaos on TikTok. Um, are we anywhere else? And um, we're also Character Chaos on YouTube. So Woo-hoo! you can subscribe to us there. But otherwise, I think that's all of them. Yeah. yeah. Alright Okay. Then. We have no clue what the next episode will be. Nope. We're barely here. Yes. I'll probably be Link. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'll do that. Cool. Okay. I'll get myself together and do that. Sounds good. <laughs> I feel there's something else we need to say. I guess thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love you. We'll see you in two weeks. I need more wine. See you then. <laughs>